And that's the way it goes, folks. <laughs> I am Ryan. That's the way it goes, folks. McKenna. I am Harlan Turkish Yam Grant. What was that? <laughs> and this is Dog's Philosophy. And we're going to be a short one. Short. A little short one. <laughs> Short and snippy. Short and briefs. Never got around to briefs. I regret all of that. I, I said we should have transitioned to briefs. We never did. Of the many lines that I like from Bojack Horseman, there's this moment when they are in a bad situation and everyone thinks they're going to die, and Diane just <laughs> yells out, I regret everything! <laughs> as her last words. And I sometimes sympathize, empathize with that sentiment. Yeah. So is that there? Because um, I, I don't usually watch that, or I have never seen it, to be honest. I'm too old. It's oh, just... you're missing out. But uh, is that the You Killed Kenny thing that they basically have? I don't know. Probably not in every episode, but when it no, happens. Nothing like that. You bastards. Anyway. You All got right. something you want to talk about? Yes, it's burning in my soul but i can't say what's your take because it's probably me who has to start this so i guess i say what's your take ryan and then i say yes and then i say well what's your take on health because that's what we're doing the short on this time is that what we go to like every other thursday instead of gym class we go to health yeah that's what we did in my school they call it health class i, I think i remember there being health and they've got the pyramid. I don't know what the fuck they do now if they have it. Do you remember the food pyramid? Anyway. Yeah. It's just like one, my life is just one big now they have a Bernstein Bears like a, story, you know? Oh, nice. <laughs> Repeated the same one over and over. Basically. Yeah, uh, you have a, there's a plate. They, they have a plate of food. They're like, okay, kids. Instead of the food pyramid, it's a plate with like a pie chart or whatever. Like this much is supposed to be... Greens oh. and meats and whatever. I see. They got innovative. Mm-hmm. They're like, this one will sink in with the kiddos. <laughs> yeah, so no, uh, nothing about... I, that's the, like the furthest thing from my mind. And it's funny, because we've done mortality, right? And so it's like, okay. But health is closely tied, I guess, to an extent with mortality. But... Um, you know, it's also just, you know, I guess focused on, well, the well-being of an organism or whatever, you know. I guess we could talk about it more broadly even than that. Um, but uh, I, de- I guess I'm tending to think in terms of, you know, uh, you know, a person's health, you know, their mental and physical condition or whatever right um mental oh boy that you'd make it more difficult well yeah so there's whatever whatever it is uh health has to do with you know uh the 
the transference of um, whatever it could be, energy, mass, etc. Whatever it is that needs to be made, needs to be broken down, needs to be, you know, a certain amount, you know, whatever. Uh, you could probably say, you know, um, if a machine of some kind is not working properly, then it's not healthy because it's not it's its output or whatever is not what it needs to be or you know you know etc so a cars without filled up tires you know all the tires are flat you know it's an it's kind of it the state of its health is poor because it can't do the thing the perform the functions that it would perform uh it can't do them as well anyway um so you could probably clunk along but it wouldn't be, you know, you probably couldn't get up to top speed. It might wear and tear, you know, on other parts of the system over time. If you just keep riding a car with the deflated tires, <laughs> you know, I, I, that's kind of my thinking about health. And I think people have a connection uh, with both their, you know, you can talk about mental health as in like depression, et cetera, but you could also talk about the experience of poor health on you know the brain state you know because obviously it's a central system that synthesizes a whole bunch of stuff about the rest of the body as well as you know within itself you know it's you know the brain within its own interiors or whatever but in general um i guess i'm just thinking about it in terms of things being in good working order or whatever and uh, I am motivated primarily because there's just been, uh, you know, I guess I'm always shocked when bad health hits people that I know, you know, and that's happened recently and kind of scary, I guess. And also you can imagine the suffering, you know, of those with whom you care about. And that's hard to endure, you know. Um, you have to really just move through it. You can't, you can't ignore something like that. Uh, at least I can't <laughs> ignore things like that. And so it's, it's, it's better for me as a friend or whatever to, you know, just go through it. You know, um, sometimes looking things up helps. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know. You mean uh, opening WebMD or what? Yeah, I guess. I usually don't open up WebMD. I usually just do like I do with everything in my life. I just go to Google. So, you know, um, yeah. Sometimes it's WebMD. Sometimes it's something else. Preferably, you know, you go and you find, uh, and this is going to get kind of technical, I guess, but preferably you find some type of... um. Uh, what am I trying to say? A pamphlet of some kind that is sponsored by a health organization. And that pamphlet, if done, you know, to the best of our abilities, will be the results synthesized and broken down into more basic English. But it'd be the results of something called like um, uh, systematic reviews. And systematic reviews are a type of research um endeavor by usually healthcare 
researchers, uh, you know, across all the different kinds of disciplines in healthcare that essentially tries to synthesize, take all the data that's out there and use a particular kind of statistics. Um, usually uh, if they can get it quantitative, which they try uh, very hard, that's their top goal. But if they can get a whole bunch of summary statistics uh, from the literature that's out there, and then they can analyze all the various, you know, uh, conditions and also um, the kind of treatments and how they might or might not work. So that's kind of, that. that's the best thing to do. The Probably the worst thing to do is go to like, you know, you know, Tom's wellness, you know, blog or whatever, <laughs> like, <laughs> But if Anecdotes. You, you know, yeah, well, exactly. So I think that there's, you know, I don't know about WebMD um, with respect to, like, I know that they have professionals and stuff that are informing, but I don't know what the depth of that is. Is that just like, yeah, I'm just a doctor and I got the job and I'm going to say what I'm going to say about, you know, some conditions and whatnot, or is it, different than that i don't know about webmd i don't know, I know anything about, about it i was just memeing i was just saying no, i get it i get it yeah yeah but i'm just saying in general like still you know there's all there's anxiety around health um for and, some more than others <laughs> for some yeah hypochondriacs yeah. for sure are the are the extreme end of that the way that i would phrase what i think you were getting at with the organismal account is that it's like you take your your being your creature, and you kind of chop it up into a bunch of systems that can somehow be measurable as to their state, and then you just draw a little, some boundary conditions. If the state is within this sub-range of the possible values that it could be in, then it's a healthy. And you, so that the organism has how many ever? 80, 100 something mm-hmm. of those and it's got little sliders like a big mixing board or something and healthcare is the process of measuring and then trying to maintain one's overall slider system to be within the range that is considered normal or healthy right yeah, so we or, want yeah. your blood pressure to be between this and that. Otherwise, we have to treat it with some sort of either behavioral or pharmaceutical regimen to try to bring it down and get it in the range or bring it up and get it in the range. And then we look at your A, B, C, and D, and then we got to get you in there. And then when you're in the sweet spot, then you're considered a healthy organism. Correct. Yeah, yeah I would say it's, you know... Your pH levels are too high or your, you know, whatever. And you know. <laughs> when I think about it in those terms, it makes it easy for me to see any length, even as temporary as it all is in the grand scheme of things, any duration of health maintenance is quite miraculous because of all of the possible perturbations in one's environment that can jolt you, you know, you, for example, a car accident. Uh-oh, mm. now all of a sudden a bunch of your things went to zero and some went to 100 and oh, yeah, your right. health disappears. 
or you encounter some radiation or you encounter a bad parasite in your broccoli or you know it's or somebody pokes you with a knife in the alley because they want your watch it's very easy to disturb those fragile norms of a monkey body right and i think in some ways um you know there's this notion that's been put out there by that Nassim Nicholas Taleb guy, the black swan guy. He go, <clears throat> he calls it anti-fragile, which is, I think, one of the examples of something like that is an immune system where it records what events transpired in its own processing of things in it, you know, that it encounters. And then it kind of incorporates them into, okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll do this when I meet that again, or, you know, that kind of thing. And so you kind of build up some resilience and the ability to, you know, flexibly, um, you know, alter the strategy that you have with a situation to be able to maintain that those levels, you know, so that you're not going to zero and a hundred every time. Um, another, I mean, if you really wanted to go down to the bottom, you know, for our biological systems perhaps any organized highly organized systems like biological systems maybe it has a lot to do with entropy you know um the 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 fight against disorder the you know inevitable you know the inevitable uh disintegration of the organization um and health maybe i guess in some ways is is a base something along those lines like negentric it's negentropic or whatever negentropic <laughs> yeah any sort of homeostatic mechanism is, yeah. is somehow ordering things in its little region uh, barring any impacts that exceed its fragility threshold yeah because that's all again uh, relative, as everything yep. is. Uh, yes. A glass, a water glass, is anti-fragile to snowflakes. Oh, look at all these different snowflakes it can stand up against. But it's not so anti-fragile to a planetary collision. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a threshold upon which something can resist the perturbations. Um, but imagine if that glass was able to, um, you know, if it got hit by, uh, you know, a pebble, kind of like a windshield gets hit by a pebble sometimes when you're driving on the highway. Well, imagine if it had the capacity to heal itself, and then uh, whenever it gets hit by something, it actually doesn't get nicked the next time, um, because it has somehow incorporated the size, mass, and speed of the thing that's coming and hitting it. It's kind of like, um, remember in Star Trek Next Generation, the idea is, you know, you could shoot the first Borg, but then you hit this, maybe shoot the second one, but by the third time, it's already adapted. You know, it's like, you know, and and it just, you know, it has a uh, force field or whatever that stops any of the, the um, 
you know, lasers from, from hurting it. And then of course, or phasers or whatever. And then that was one of the, one of the things they would always say before they would encounter the Borg, you know, in their own adaptive way, they'd be like, okay, make sure your phasers are at random. Sometimes they'd say that too, like make the oscillations and the shields random so that there's no yeah. way to, you know, figure out what the right point is or whatever. And that, of course, is trying to maintain the levels in the Enterprise. Stuff like that. But I sure do like it when it's around. When my systems are in the normal parameters. Yeah. Without, you know, it's kind of that thing that it's very easy to take for granted. When you wake up in the morning and you have a giant hangover, you notice. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning and you're quote-unquote healthy, it's pretty easy to forget and just think about the next thing. But without <laughs> the health, pretty much everything else in the human experience loses its importance, its relevance, its flair, its appreciated ability quite fast, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> gotta yeah. have your health you gotta have the health unfortunately because I don't want it no, I'm joking <laughs> there are ways um, to remedy health <laughs> if, if you, to, I'm too healthy that's pretty easy fix <laughs> yeah right um, I think you have a Taco Bell on your street somewhere that'll do it Do yeah I guess we do have a Taco Bell down the street <sighs> There's like a new fast food place that's trying to be a trendy fast food place that's gone up to. And it went in where taco time was. <clears throat> and uh, anyway, I just find it funny that there's, they're trying to... They're, what they're trying to do is not seem more healthy because they know they can't really be healthier. But what they then do is <laughs> say, everything's locally sourced. You know, that's the uh, way to make, you know, the Especially mental Especially in Portland, Oregon. Yes, especially in this godforsaken place where my children are growing up. Where I am not from, which is, uh, I'm part of the problem. But it's I've been here since like fucking 2002, people. All right? Don't they say after 10 years you are a citizen of the location of the whatever? Unless you're in Maine, then you're always from away. Basically. I don't know if that's a healthy attitude. Mm. How about the way that we expand the word to apply in those kind of situations? Um, oh, having a healthy attitude? Oh, that's, not, that's not healthy. Or is that healthy? But we're not talking about body systems anymore. We're somehow social. talking about a, the social organism. Yeah. yeah, Social health? I guess I could see that, too. Like I can see you applying the word health to... Social. Systems. There just would probably be more room for debate about where the parameters are, right? That a yeah. conservative, for example, might think that a healthy tax environment is of this type, whereas mm -hmm. a socialist might think it's, oh, I'd rather it be down here. But they could both agree that their heart better beat somewhere between, their resting heartbeat better be between, I don't know what, 50 and 90 
or or yeah. something even smaller. Well, right now our social systems, at least in the political and probably cultural sense, basically have some kind of autoimmune disorder. It's got Crohn's. Our our society has Crohn's right now. Not to say to anybody who's got Crohn's that, you know, just I know it could be tough. And that it has something to do with the immune system. Trying to bring it back around, people. Are we talking about Hillary Clinton? I thought she was gone. <laughs> no, she. Um, I, saw, I saw a picture of yeah. her and she was walking fabulous in New York. She had her handbag. And like Bill Clinton was like yards back. <laughs> he was like, Hillary. I'm back here. Where did you go, Hillary? I said I was going to take a piss. Where, I wonder if they gone. have a healthy relationship <laughs> or if it's unhealthy. I don't think. I don't know. That's a good question. Ugh, I don't want to go there. Hillary, where'd you go? Whoa! I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't I feel good I knew that I wouldn't So good So good I got a year 